0: Good morning, good morning, good fucking morning, good Monday, fucking morning, good morning, fucking... Ah. Sweet baby Jesus, we made it to the other side. The world didn't end at the weekend, which I've mixed feelings about. We can get on that another time. I made it through the weekend, which at times was touch and go. You may have seen the images distressing images on social media, I know it would have upset some of the younger uh, members of the group, some of the women perhaps, you know, some of the more fragile men, the, the more sort of um, lower status males that watch this show, and I'm sorry for that, I'm sorry that you had to catch a glimpse of the cold, stark reality of my life As I sat on a park bench, just dealing with the inevitability that was vomiting. If you've not seen it, maybe you've been living under a rock, you're welcome to view it on my Instagram account, instagram.com slash ranking. It's being memed already, the images of my pale, almost lifeless face, face that shows a whole range of emotions from fear to regret uh, to a deep hatred uh, towards, aimed towards my girlfriend who is pointing a camera at me as I try and not be sick. Uh, but, you know, there was no stopping the inevitable. The wheels of progress were in motion. And about two minutes after the video was filmed, I'm afraid to say that I did vomit in the Palmyra Square area of... Hove. Um, by that point my girlfriend and her friends had had, had left me. They'd <laughs> just gone down to the beach to get breakfast and I was left alone standing by a tree um, hurling up last night's chips and matter that I just don't understand. Not one but two very helpful uh, middle-aged middle-class women, both are dogs. Uh, they stopped to uh, offer me support, both moral and sexual. No, not sexual. Uh, one offered me a glass of water. So she said she lived nearby. That's very nice. And another just said, you right. I said, yeah. She went, all right. Um, and then bruh, up another load came. It was not the, not the highest point of my life. By no means the lowest, though. Good God. No, 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 no. They're a, Wow. They're, I mean, that doesn't even feature in the top 20 of low points of my life. Gee, whew, wow. Whoa. Yeah, no chance. Um, nor does the recent uh, pooing of my pants in Tesco's. That doesn't, doesn't come anywhere near... I mean, that, I have actually put that in above average. I would say that that was a, had a net positive effect on my life. I mean, it was fun to talk about it on the show. It's a good story. I actually enjoyed it at the time. I thought it was pretty funny at the time. I'm not saying I, w- I wouldn't go into Tesco's and d- deliberately shit my pants for fun. I'm just saying I I felt like I dealt with it well. I feel stronger for the experience. I feel like a more like I know that I can deal with that now, and that's nice. It's like it, because before it's a fear, yeah, but then when you do it, it's no longer a fear. You're not scared of it. This is the way you should approach things in your life that you're scared of. You know, maybe you're scared of, I don't know, taking up a sport that you know you're going to be crap at. Start. Maybe you're scared of starting music because you're scared other people will judge you. And they will, and rightly so. But, you know, just think about old Rankin in the Tesco Metro, carking himself, and not, and not only that, but knowing that there is actually a hole in, in the gusset of his trousers at the time. Um, I was unwell, that's worth noting. I wasn't just, you know, just ordinarily going around my daily life and then, whoop, bop. but, you know, you, you fart, it's a gamble, Some you don't win them all. These things happen. But nevertheless, I was in a park, I was in the Palmyra Square area of Hove. There was vomit at my feet. I felt instantly better. But then about, you know, it didn't last. About half an hour later, I was back in a rough spot but uh, you, look the saturday was a write-off it was not good but sunday yesterday fine friday night glorious fun oh the elation the japes the high jinks, the skullduggery the delicious pints of oh amber nectar of juicy delicious lager beer you know jovial banter with friends oh. <laughs> the inevitable Larry Uber ride home. I don't know how my Uber rating remains above a four. It's anybody's guess. Somehow, Cy Twiddy, controller of Trickstar Radio, Brighton's only radio station, and the official radio station of the Flat Earth Movement, somehow, he has got a five-star Uber rating. He's had fights with Uber drivers. He has got into fist fights with Uber drivers and has maintained a five-star... I don't understand. I just don't understand how the world, world works. Monday morning, guys. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid Welcome to Threshold.fm, welcome to YouTube, it's Coffee and Memes, it's your daily dose of just the utter insanity of this rock flying through space we call home, for better or worse. Um, probably put the, put the camera um, back onto the right thing now, yeah, that'll do it. Guys, what have we got today in terms of oh, all of the good stuff, all oh, the good stuff, Oh, where is it? Oh, getting down to the bottom. Some really um, great bits, actually. New Inside Info, found it. New Break, new Jack Mirror. He's a good boy, friend of Rankin Radio. Um, Jack Mirror. His name's Hamish. We'll just call him Hamish Mirror. Jack Hamish Mirror. Uh, I'm going to play that Donnie and Current Value bit for personal reasons. Uh, The other side of that Insomniac's bit, it's called London Soul. It's a nice bit of gear, not dissimilar. Uh, to, what was the other one called? Who knows? Almost got shoe throw of the week. Uh, New Cove. Uh, New Particle Remix of Sam Binger. A lot of fun in that one. New Mallocks as well, retrograde. I mean, presumably he is referring to Mercury being retrograde because I know he's big into uh, astrology. Uh, He does all all his stars, does his horoscopes and that. He's kind of a mystic. He effectively is the mystic Meg of drum and bass. That's what they're calling him. Um, he'll do your tarot cards if you want. I think he he does online, like, uh, psychic, uh, Skypes. You can Skype him, and he'll read your mind, and he can read the future, tell you, you know, what you should, be. tell you what you should wear tomorrow, is one of his big things. If you pay him five pounds, um, in Bitcoin, he will tell you what you should wear, tomorrow, in order to be a success in your laugh. So it's kind of like a psychic life coach, I guess. Um, he'll tell you uh, what combination of foods you should be eating um, for um, to make you more virile, and um, what haircut you should have. And he can also give you tips on sexing a lady or a man. You know, he he is happy to offer any sex tips, regardless of gender or sexuality. Hell of a guy. I mean, he's doing it for cash. It's, it's not just you know. He's not just doing it out of the kind of his heart. He's got he's got rent to pay. He's got a living to make. We all have. We're all just trying to make a pound note. But just saying, it's nice. It's I think it's nice when other when drum and bass acts offer a little else on the side. Um, like I know Nikki Blackmarket's a keen cobbler. If you I used to go to Black Market Records and you could leaf through the promos and also you got a set of brogues that need re Is he's, he's on it? Ray Keith um, cut keys at the same time. They those two often go together. And there'd be a little sort of little double act behind the counter. You go, oh, can I need this one? Do um, I get two of this? Actually, just moved into a new flat. you like, yeah, no worries, pal. Great service, guys. Great service. Um, Tony Coleman from London Electricity um, also runs a pie van selling uh, predominantly vegan pies. You could, they do have chicken as well, sometimes fish, but predominantly bean. Bean-based pies. And I think that's a nice. It would cater for any event, really. It was a sort of, you know, it you got a wedding, corporate do something like that. It come down, have a little boom box, you know, play some of the old old hospital compilations and that. So I just think it's a nice service to offer on the side. Um, Sub focus, palmistry. You know, they're out, they're just out. You gotta make a pound note. It's you know sometimes gigs are thin on the ground, so. It's useful having that, having, kind of having a trade as well. You know, Dillinger, Sparky, you know, is there just in case. And it's very useful because often a lot of times clubs book him and they're like, you wouldn't mind, we, we, we need a rewire as well. He'd come in a day before or something, re- rewire the whole club, you know, or do any pack testing that they need and then smash out a set of bangers. You know, a few extra quid in his pocket, much more convenience for the club. It's nice, you know, Mickey Finn Fish and Chip Shop. You know the clues clues in the name, isn't it? You know Aphrodite Brothel. It, it's it's you gotta have a side hustle. I mean, it is it, is important, guys. What's in the news today? Man appears to spike seagull with ecstasy tablet. That's a bit fun, isn't it? Um, seems a bit of a waste of a pinger, but yeah, getting to apparently the RSPCA looking into it. Of course, they are. Um, priest bans black housekeeper and blames his racist dog. Okay, all right. Let's see what's uh, local priest facing allegations of racism? Don't blame the dog. It's a fucking ridiculous world that we live in. Lotto winner uh, John Ross Watson fined for throwing cauliflower cheese at Carvery boss. Shit kicks off in carveris Like this must be the fourth or fifth story that I've read about rumpuses and carverers. What is it about the all-you-can-eat roast business model that inspires such violence? I, hmm. Well, we can we can look at that. We can try and work it out, you know. Boy, 12, and a 19-year-old arrested after a video show's bike yobs rampaging through Asda. This is a Hollingbury Asda in Brighton. Um, not somewhere I would shop you know for reasons um it's 24 hours do you think it's worth being suspicious of a 24 hour asda there's one down at the marina as well it's a big un. Ooh, it's a big one um tend, uh, to people who shop at asda I did, to, you can call them friends of george i think <laughs> he's a friend of george you know he gets his, gets his bits up the asda but, yeah, it's a video. I don't know if you've seen it. They're doing the wheelie boys. The wheelie boys of Brighton, they're doing wheelies through the ASDA. And then they punch some geezer in the tits. <laughs> I don't know why. He's standing in the way. And they just punch him in the tits. So, anyway, there's been some arrest. 12 year old boy arrested punching man in tits. Anyway, um, couple injured after falling while having sex over balcony while on holiday. That's pretty sexy, man. I hope Are they okay? Um,. That's going down. You're going to wait out on that story for a little while, I think. Uh, What else have we got? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mike Tyson admits he spends more than 30 grand a month uh, on cannabis. God bless him. And where's the... Oh, this is nice. Anti-sex toilets will detect violent movement and douse randy couples in water. Good. I mean, I think that... How many people are having sex in your public lavatories? Well, we'll find out, won't we? Okay, what are we going for? Let's start off with this Inside Info bit. It's always nice to start with Inside Info on a Monday morning. Um, I I can't see a reason not to. This is called Found It. It's on his label, I believe. Which I think is called Inside Info Bestest Boy Recordings. I think his mummy named it. Where's my coffee? Where's my coffee?! naughty this bit isn't it it's called found it by rinside rinso stuff that's found it by inside rinfo pinfo um, inside the information pamphlet um, you can find everything you need about both the producer and the record label guys um, man appears to spike seagull with ecstasy tablet oh, let's get her up. oh no it's already there Well, wow. <laughs> uh, wasted pingers is my first uh, thoughts on this um In what's a pretty, uh, Amelia Ward. In what's a pretty disgusting act, a guy appears to have spiked a seagull with a pearl. It's not known who the person in the video actually is, but it was shared on a Twitter account, which then obviously got a load of backlash fired at it. Well, let's have a look at the video. Cause, um, could be, could be, um, could be shenanigans. Alright, right, yeah, that is a dinger, all right. Why is it suddenly green? Oh, it's green on the other side. Wow, I've never seen such ding ding. How's one? Awesome. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, right. Wow. Okay. So it does very much appear to, um, yeah, throw. A, yeah, have. So you guys eat a pinger. It's, um seems seems pretty clear. The video shows a man filming himself while sat on a bench. He puts a pill of some sort, assumed to be ecstasy, does does look like one. Uh, into a chip, saying, Have some, then throwing it into a flock of seagulls. You can hear his mates laughing in the background as the seagulls fight over the chip. The video is uploaded with the caption, Aha ha 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 The clip, which emerged on social media on August 6th, is believed to have been filmed somewhere in Newcastle. Oh, these fucking Raji Geordies, mate. The trouble. People are not happy with the video, which in all fairness is pretty harsh. Comments, understandably, were furious. Many people tagging in the RSPCA. Well, I would be surprised if the RSPCA haven't already got him locked in a sort of Guantanamo Bay-style cell. Got him in an orange jumpsuit. They black-bagged him. And they're just, I don't know, burning his toes right now trying to get information out of him. You know what they're like. One person replied, This is absolutely awful. What the fuck? Um, I've reported the video. I just hope it's taken down immediately. Um... You might think it's all shits and giggles, but it's animal cruelty. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you are just poisoning a seagull there, effectively. I would presume that would kill a seagull. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I know I am the arch nemesis of the seagulls, but it's a bit much, isn't it? Um, The account that posted it defended the video, calling people a grass for tacking in an animal rights charity. Another person wrote Grim Business, that. Um, someone else said, Imagine even finding this amusing or taking it on the screen, blah, blah 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 blah. Lots of C words, lots of people um getting uh, getting involved. Uh the Twitter user who shared the video then told someone it wasn't him, saying, Here man, you big what man that you can clearly see it's a screen record from Fierce Buck, but not cool at the time of his life anyway. <laughs> Have you ever seen a seagull germ? It's possible. Seagulls have a bit of a bad press lately with one accused of snatching a chihuahua called Gizmo uh, from a woman's back garden, wherein Wetherspoon's pub in Exeter has had to hire its own bird of prey to scare off seagulls uh, who have been terrorising customers in their beer garden. In Brighton, they've employed a shadowy figure known as the Feathery King, who, with his army of crows, goes around dispatching seagulls for cash. I wonder who that could be. Still, though, drugging him a bit much, isn't it? Um... Yeah, I mean, pfft. I mean it is obviously. Don't go around giving seagulls pingers. I mean, you're just killing killing seagulls, basically, aren't you? I know they're a fucking menace, and I, I sort of, I, I don't know. I mean, I think there are in Brighton. somewhat arguments for a cull. They are a real problem in some areas. They are attacking people, kids, dogs. Like they are, out of, they are out of control in Brighton. They are an absolute fucking menace. But I don't think feeding them pingers is the answer. Um, for many numbers of many number of reasons. I don't, I don't know how you go about... What do they do for Seagull? They just knit the eggs. I think is probably the more um humane way of doing things. I don't know. If someone knows about Seagull Culls, do get in touch with the show. Genuinely, I'd be keen to know. What have we got? Uh, Yeah, okay. Priest bans black housekeeper, blames his racist dog. Dog? uh. Dogs seeing black and white don't know. I don't, do they have colour... Are they colorblind? Dogs? It was, it's, I'm pretty sure dogs are colorblind. I don't. Yeah. I, th- I think this. I think this is a. This is a tenuous excu- excuse. Priest. Um. A priest in Tennessee has banned a black housekeeper from cleaning his church and home, having blamed it on his dog, who he claims is racist. It's unlikely. Uh, LaShundra. Alan is calling out Father Jackek uh, Kowal following an incident that happened on the 3rd of May in a Catholic Church of the Incarnation in Collierville, Memphis. She had been introduced to the church staff by the woman she was due to replace, but things took a surreal twist. I was just supposed to clean the church, and I was supposed to go to the pastor's house and clean that as well, Alan told Fox 13. Uh, they were just like, well, I'm not really sure how to say this, Kind of like in a joking way, but Father Jack doesn't want black people cleaning the house because his dog is racist. my fucking God. Um, That's right. He said it wasn't him that was racist, but his German Shepherd. So ridiculous. Uh, While Carl refused to appear on camera, he provided a statement to Fox 13 in which he wholeheartedly discounted the allegations of racism. He told the news outlet that his German Shepherd had a bad experience with a stranger who happened to be an African-American when he was younger and has apparently been aggressive uh, to strangers ever since, claimed that it was partic- that this was particularly the case with African American people. As a disciple of Jesus Jesus Christ, I wholeheartedly believe all forms of discrimination based upon race race or ethnicity are sinful and wrong. He said in his statement. Um, why don't you keep your dog in a different room, then, buddy? Why don't you make sure your dog's out of the house when it's to be cleaned, buddy? Hey, buddy, what are you out? Too busy out burning with a burning cross no come on as a pastor I've ministered to employed and worked with numerous African-Americans oh the old some of my best friends are black routine okay Uh, their claim that I didn't want an African-American to clean my rectory is simply not true the woman at the church apparently offered to put the dog in a crate uh, while they cleaned uh, but were told they couldn't I didn't even know what to say Alan said they were acting like I was supposed to be okay with it joking around with it and I'm like that's not okay uh they just told me they didn't want me in the house because I'm because I'm coloured-skinned. She added, you're supposed to be godly. God doesn't see colour. I think she has a pretty reasonable argument there. Um, this is really weird. The Catholic uh, Diocese of Memphis opened an investigation into the incident that said claims of racial bias and discrimination are unfounded. Put the dog in another room. Like, I, like I, there are ways round it. I own a dog. Sometimes she barks at people. Like, you can... You can Mitigate that by having a dog in a different room when someone arrives. Yeah, there might be some barking, but unless the dog has learned to open doors. Why does it... What Look, should I get in touch? hey, buddy, don't know whether or not you considered it, you could just put the dog in a different room or just make sure that the dog is out when the house is to be cleaned. He could go, like, oh, all right, all right, so. I presume he's Irish. All right, so, that's a great idea, but the problem remains that I don't want blacks cleaning the house. It's like, ah, okay, now I think we've got to the bottom of this one, haven't we? Um, Tully's statement said that the staff at the church knew about the dogs. The dog was somewhat more agitated initially around strangers with darker skin until the dog gets to know them. While the current housekeeper had been... Okay, so they're both racist. Is that what we're getting out here? While well, the current housekeeper uh, had been properly introduced to the dog by... Father f- Cowell. F- oh, Father. Father Cole. He was not able to leave at that time to introduce the dog to the replacement employee. This is ridiculous. This whole thing is ridiculous. Um, put the dog in a different room. Put the dog in a different room okay fine let's, look, let's find out what's going on with this no let's have another tune and then we're going to find out what's going on with this carvery violence because it's, just, it's rife right now and I, I want to get to the bottom of it um, let's have this new break bit it's called I Need God, you're like three seconds in and already, already you can tell it's break just by how nice the drums sound of racist dogs in the chat. What about seagulls? Are they racist? I think my dog might be sexist. She's pretty indifferent to girls, but she loves guys. Racist bit of googling on racist dogs a lot of reports of racist dogs uh, tweet here dogs are a tool of white supremacy and gentrification apparently This is a real Saturday night special, huh? I need my break. It's on symmetry. Summetry. Yeah, this is a beaut. You could just churn a couple of these out a week break. That would be great. What's this, Daniel Hogg saying? New total science, bit. Total, uh, Total science. Uh, you know, I uh, on, The same bit... Total science and uh, F D uh, three way, some uh, symmetry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah. yeah, it this one? This is what you are talking on C I A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of got a bit on the and I go there for no reason. Are we gonna play this now? What is this? that's nice anyway that's total science three-way just a little little uh snippet a little snippet snippet so oh, So, the new people in the chat referring to is on cia um i'll have a look for that I'll, I'll have a look in the next commercial break um all right look let's find out why the hell everybody keeps fighting each other in carver is it's about as british as you can get isn't it lotto winner john ross watson fined for throwing cauliflower cheese at carvery boss All right, what with the potatoes crap? What's going on? A lotto winner has been fined 200 quid for assaulting a restaurant boss back in July, having thrown hot cauliflower cheese at at him. Um, A court in Burnley, Lancashire, heard how John Ross Watson had filled his plate with meat and veg from the carvery, ramming so much onto his plate that it began to spill gravy on the floor. (laughs) He's a hungry boy. There he is. He's a hungry, rich boy. See, look, he's so thirsty there. He's drinking two drinks at the same time. Um, Watson, 31, then returned for seconds, where he was told by carvery manager Oliver Knight "It's not an all-you-can-eat buffet. I thought... I thought they were an all-you-can-eat buffet. I thought that was the... No? Oh. Watson became agitated. I would become agitated. I started swearing in front of a woman. Oh, deary me. No, 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 no. A woman and two children who are waiting to be served. Oh, no, 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 no. Swearing in front of a lady. This is outrageous. He should certainly be for the gallows. Ah, just have the hangman prepare a noose immediately. We simply cannot have this in our carveries, in our Burnley carveries, swearing in front of a woman. Um... A woman and two children who were waiting in line to be served before eating vegetables straight from a ladle. He is out of control. He needs stopping. Jesus Christ, he is a wild man. After Knight grabbed the spoon from him, Watson then picked up a ladle of hot cauliflower cheese and walked away eating it. Look, this cash has obviously gone to his head. Prosecutor Tracy Yates said the victim tried to get the ladle from him and to usher him away from the area. The defendant dropped the ladle on the floor, picked it up and threw the ladle of food at the victim, hitting him in the head around the ear. Wow. A couple of staff members stood between the victim and the defendant. The victim said he was in fear for himself and his staff. Watson hit headlines earlier this year after claiming he and friend Mark Goodrum, 36, had won $4 million on a scratch card, but Camelot had withheld the money due to fears they had bought the card using a stolen bank card. Wow. Assad Khan, defending, said the money had come at a difficult time in Watson's life, only for him to get this taken away. Khan explained that his client had suffered since, uh, since going to visit his sister and two young nieces earlier in the year, who he found dead in a murder-suicide. Jesus Christ! This said... This, he said, called Watson to turn to drink and drugs. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Khan continued, he was sent to prison shortly after. He came out of prison and he's found himself fortunate enough to win a large amount of money. He has been denied that money. Everything that he held dear to him in his life has been taken away from him. God, this has taken a fucking turn, hasn't it? Christ. This is one of those teach me not to read the stories bloody before I read them out. Um, he had the opportunity to start fresh, he believed, that had been taken away from him. He is quite bitter about life. Khan added he is thoroughly ashamed of himself. Watson admitted assault assault by beating and using threatening, abusing, abusive or insulting words of behaviour against Knight. On the 5th of July he was fined 200 quid with a £32 victim surcharge and £85 costs. He must pay the victim £100 compensation. You were close to immediate custody, the bench chairman told him. It's up to you now to engage with the probation service and ensure that you get the help available. Man, that... Is- well, I don't know the details about whether or not he bought this scratch card with a stolen bank card. I mean, that's a that's a real spot of instant karma there, right? If, uh, you know, you steal a card and you think, I'll buy a lottery ticket, the lottery ticket wins, but then you get done for the stolen card routine. But Jesus Christ, finding who is this his sister and two young nieces in a murder-suicide, that's like the worst, just the worst thing that could ever happen. God, this guy's been through the fucking mill. I'm not surprised he's throwing... All right, okay, so that's a fair explanation as to why he's throwing cauliflower cheese at the Calvary. There was another incident, wasn't there, of a man, a disabled man, who they sprayed him in the face with um, cleaning chemicals. I think then he threw a potato. What is it about the Calvary that just inspires violence? Is there some... I don't know, is it just this combination of... Right, is it the deal here whereby people think it's an all-you-can-eat and it turns out to not be an all-you-can-eat? Because I would find that very frustrating. I find that very angering. I don't know if it would be enough to drive me to violence. I think if I was having a particularly rough time, I was on the man on the edge already. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I do think we should be looking into this. I'm not saying Ban Carver is. I'm not saying that. You know, my... Libertarian paradise, everyone would have the right to both own and frequent a Calvary. You know, that would be written into some sort of constitution. There would be a particular clause in it about carvers. Yeah. I'm not saying it's. it wouldn't be a priority. If I suddenly became Prime Minister by, I don't know, a raffle or some very strange twist of fate, I think it's unlikely. But if I, like, it, it would be... I don't know, but what order I would start getting stuff done in? Yeah, I. It wouldn't be in the top five, making like a carvery a human right, owning one and being able to frequent one. I, well, and then having them it be a legal requirement that your carvery was all you can eat. Look, no, it's not. It's not top. Of, I. I would try and sort out the education system first. Probably. And the health, healthcare and stuff and tax and um foreign policy. I it would be all right, it would be somewhere in between um education and foreign policy, I guess. I think this whole carver thing. And then the seagulls. The seagulls need sorting out before the carver is. I dunno. I don't know. Well I haven't really thought about it. I've only just realised that I'm about to become Prime Minister because I won it in a raffle. Or, but there is going to be an issue with the fact that I did buy the raffle ticket with a stolen credit card. So I don't know whether or not they're going to find me for that, or what's going to happen, or whether or not they're going to rescind my prime ministry. My my minist my, my I don't know what's going on. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Let's just let's let's just bloody well crack on with the show. Yeah, let's just get on with the show. Couple injured after falling while having sex over balcony while on holiday. Fine, good. No, not good. Rough. Well, that's a good story. A British man was in a critical condition. Okay, not less fun. Uh, after he and his lover fell from a balcony in the south of France, the man 30 and his Canadian lover were taking part in a passionate sex session, a quote unquote passionate sex session, in full view when they fell 12 feet in the resort of uh, La Canaye near Cannes, Cairns, in the south of France. They fell over the railings at around 12:30 a.m. Um, little midnight, little midnight saucisson song um, on Saturday when they rushed to the hospital in Nice. His partner, 28, suffered minor injuries, and he uh, and is believed to have been cushioned by her lover when they landed. An investigator said the couple were making love on the boat. The we were making love. Uh, near the balcony of the Holiday Hotel flat, uh, they were becoming they are very passionate indeed, and they suddenly toppled from the first floor of the villa into the street below. Neighbours got the emergency services immediately. Police are now investigating whether the couple were drunk or on drugs. Well, it's half midnight, they would at least be pissed, I imagine uh nobody else is believed to have been involved okay uh, got a story for metro.co.uk um if you have a story for our news team please email us at webnews@metro.co.uk well i don't but if i did you wouldn't be my first port call well i hope they get well i hope that's okay that is um that's a that's a rough spot I, jesus critical condition nasty naughty ouch guys let's get back to the shoe throwers what have we got where's guys jesus what oh, Fucking Nora. all right let's have this sound remix of sam binger particle remix of uh vandalero vandalero by sam binger it's on critical a lot of fun this Great. This is one of the sort of sliver fraction of a percent of drum and bass tunes with vocals that's really good. No, the, the sound. Uh-huh. Tell I, I mean, obviously shake you your body, but you know. Apart from that. Life. I am an uploaded with a lot This is set of me, Then you know the I, the the I am one top. I get in that yeah, the big and I no me for the soap. the rise to be top. I am an uploaded with a lot shop show. New show. Yeah, man. Uh, that's Sam Binger and Reda Vandalero Parkour Remix. Yeah, definitely falling into that tiny sliver percentage of drum and bass tunes with vocals that are better for having the vocals. Um, Ninety and of that sliver, ninety-five percent of those have been produced by Dub Physics. Um, guys, almost the end of the show, but I think we've got time for another, another little slice of news bollocks. Anti-sex toilets will detect violent movement and douse randy couples in water. Kinoki. Okay. a town is planning to build some incredibly high-tech public toilets that will feature several features. Feature several features to deter anti-social behaviour. I would say that sex is very social, very, very one of the most social, sociable things you can do with someone. Many people opt to have sex in the privacy of their own home, under the covers with the lights off and the curtains closed, as you should do. That's how all sex should be. I've not mentioned this on the show for a while, guys, but I would just like to just reiterate my position on on sexual conduct that all sex should be (laughs) conducted in the bed, under the covers, lights off, curtains very much closed, okay? No weirdness. It doesn't matter. Gender, sexuality, that is irrelevant to consenting adults. Um, But who is, God's sake... Um, two consenting No, no weird stuff here. Yeah, no coming on this Kama Sutra bollocks. Yep, yeah, just um, you can have um, girl on girl on top or one on top. Okay, Uh, missionary and doggy. That's it, though, guys. Uh, and a sort of spooning, but that's effectively it's just doggy, a different angle. All right. Okay, that is it. Okay, and no screaming. Yeah. No saying weird stuff. No, like, calling people daddy. No silence. No eye contact. Yeah? Just get the horrible thing done. Out of the way. Okay? All right, good. Unless that... Just glad to reiterate that. Many people opt to have sex in the privacy of their own homes. Good. Um, But every now and then, a randy couple will sneak into a public loo on a night out. Uh, No doing it standing up. Not on the floor. Not in the kitchen. Just in your bed, under the covers. Okay, no, not even with the light on. No, pitch black. You shouldn't be able to see your hand in front of your face. Okay, that see that avoid that basically means that you can't have eye contact when you can't see the other person's eyes. Um, but one town is taking any chance isn't taking any chances when it comes to residents conducting inappropriate sexual activity in their toilet. Um. So they've come up with a rather interesting way to deter it from happening in the future. According to Wales Online, uh, Porthcall Town Council have submitted plans to the local authority to replace Griffin Park facilities with £170,000 loos. What kind of fucking utopia must that town be where they've decided that the most important way to spend £170,000 is on high-tech loos that spray people with water when they're caught having sex in there? Like, the roads must be absolutely perfect. There must be no poverty, no no wealth inequality. Everyone must be employed in high-paying jobs. There must be the best youth club facilities you've ever seen. There must be the best access to everything for the elderly and the disabled. The, it really must be the futuristic paradise we were promised by 1980s science fiction for them to then decide the best use of 170 grand is on fucking l- the lose of the future that stop people having sex with it. or how how big a problem is it how fucking randy are these welshies that they just can't stop slinging dick in the public toilets i uh, how like <laughs> yes will be we found out that approximately we're having 37 acts of sex in the public lavatories a day. There's a queue around the block for people who actually need the toilet and people who need to take cocaine in there, but they can't get in there because Daffyd and another Daffyd are in there having sex with each other and all the lavatories are all taken up by people rimming each other all bloody day. So if we could, you know, have some sort of system that threw some water over the randy buggers, this is the worst Welsh accent I've ever done, what fucking paradise? I'm going to move there. It must be incredible. <laughs> Not only will the posh toilets self-clean, they'll also feature some pretty severe standing features to limit antisocial behaviour. The planning documents detail a range of deterrent measures, including weight-sensitive floors to make sure that only one user is in a cubicle at the time. Okay, I see what's going on here. Okay, they don't want fat people in there, so they're doing a sort of little sleight of hand, little sleight of hand, to basically... To stop fat people going in there because it's like all right well what are you deeming the weight of two people 150 kilos what's the what does the average person weigh 75 75 kilos maybe you go all right we're gonna do 150 kilos okay that's just one one thick boy <laughs> one big boy yeah so they're basically it's gonna a lot when the sensors are triggered, the cubicles in ha- habitats will be doused with fine jets of water. The doors will automatically open and a, <laughs> a high pitch alarm will sound. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. It's What would you do? You go in there and suddenly, like, row, 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 and the doors fly open and there's just some fat boy on the toilet with his trousers around his ankles getting sprayed with water while an alarm goes off. There's no way this is going to get through, like, and they're actually going to do it. Or what's going to happen is you're just going to, exp- like, if there are actually two people in there shagging, like, maybe Lass is sat on the toilet, lad's got his trousers down, You know, she's going at him like a dog with a bone. Bloody alarm goes off, doors fly open, water spraying on them. That only makes it sexier, you know. And then you're just going to get this shot of his hairy ass with some lad's hairy unbleached anus now in your face. while you're trying to go for a wee in the urinals. You're not going to be able to go. You're going to get backed up. It's bad for you. (sighs) This is (laughs) insane. Did a child design this? Um... If all, if all that weren't enough, the leaves will have a restricted entry time with an audible warning, combined with the lights and heating being switched off. There's also intent to use graffiti-resistant materials on the walls and floors. What, what lunatics have commissioned this? In the planning documents, councillors state, every effort has been made to ensure that the new toilet facility will enhance this location and be safe for the community at all times. So effectively publicly shaming fat people... Like, this is mad. Like, why Why have they decided they need the toilets of the future in a Welsh village? What? Two ca- uh, town councillor Mike Clark added, rebuilding the public toilets is an important element of Port, port Town councillor's ambition to ensure Port core Gore is a great place to live, work and visit. Why would you not want the toilets of, the, of 2050? Maintaining the provision of good quality public toilets to support the leisure area within the park and the retail and commercial businesses around Station Hill has an important role in growing footfall uh, within the area. The new facility will be g- good quality externally, complemented by the architecture of the Griffin Park Pavilion and equipped with a pay-to-use facility. Oh, they're, going to make, they're making a pound out of it. Oh, well, here's the current toilet. Looks, well, it looks like a public toilet. right Oh, So they, what they think is going to be a tourist attraction, that people are going to come from far and wide to pay a quid to use these special bogs that shame fat people and comically display shaggers, unbleached anuses to the public. While the council has not yet decided on the level of user contribution, it is intended that they will be uh, maintained to a high standard so that the investment now benefits uh, Porthcore for years to come. Uh, The town council is paying £135,000 towards the new facilities, uh, with Bridgend County Borough Council providing £35,000 through its Community Asset Transfer Fund. What a dreadful use of funds. The existing facilities are due to close in October while the demolition and construction of the new building takes place. People will have to pay to use the new toilets. That is bullshit. You shouldn't have to pay to use a public toilet. That That is the sort of thing you fucking council taxis go for. Like, oh, don't get me started. It's the end of the show. Right, come on. That's it. I'm done. I'm fucking done. I'm triggered by this. Jesus, suffering fuck. Guys, it's the end of the show. It's Monday morning. Go out there and sling some dick, both literally and metaphorically. You know, just as Gary Vienicek would say, buy my wine. No, um, he would say, crush it. Um, so just, you know, whatever you choose that to mean, do it. You know, as long as it's not like gonna hurt you or others. Guys, thank you so much for everyone that's supporting on Patreon. All 100 of you, you absolute legends. You've tipped it over the edge, and we will have some serious discussions in the Discord about the nature of coffee, of whiskey, and memes. And then we'll fucking get into this later in the week and just putting the world to rights. Uh, the VIP list is as follows Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese and Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R. Monka Gazitzki and Batty, Tompkins, Dave Long Joel Potter Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, a Roman Thunderback, Mike Pye, Lily Unsub, Richard Fanks, Thomas Hall Ryder, Andrew Heiselback, John Finnison BDR Crew, Peter Batchford, Austin Grief, Cooper, Gary Lightfield, James Parry, Handa Bartender, Lady Swifton, Leon the Metter Underwood. Dan Fucking guy with no STDs. D's. just Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Toronto Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Double Nicholas Lossy, Chris Bates the Bill, Chris Basically, full of D. General Jeffrey Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robertson, Dad, Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy, Cosmic Waff, Meatloaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Sam House, Hugh Dana, Sarah Hunt, The Hitchmuffs, Must Tech, Willay, Ben Vogo, Den Tweed, Salazar, Big Watch, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Kyle Williams, Tom Skipper. Unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudio Love, Schmear, and Drem Rocher. I don't know if he's related to Ferrero Rocher, but uh, you can only dream. Um, I had something to say then, and I've forgotten about it. Yes, tomorrow, uh, no, not tomorrow, actually, Wednesday. Tomorrow, Sweet Jani is coming in as a guest, so that'd be a good bit of fun. Uh, Wednesday, I've I've got quite a bag of listener mail to get through, which I've been woefully neglecting, and I'm sorry about that, Uh, but we will get into it. And um, I'm going to try and get Jim from Ranking Radio on the show at some point this week because he's off work for no good reason. So that'd be fine. There'd be also, guys, if you haven't already, there's a new episode of Ranking Radio up. Uh, If you go to the Ranking Radio Facebook page, there's information about how to get that. There'll be another free one this week on Friday. We might actually start doing them on a Tuesday. Maybe that's better. Just let me know what day of the week you prefer it. I don't fucking know. Guys, I'll see you tomorrow. I love you dearly. Like, really like not just sexually not just romantically but also like you know like a sibling like an unruly sibling like you love them yeah you really do love them but god you just wish they would behave um i'll see you later goodbye